Hello, welcome to A Restless Soul. I'm your host, Liz. I am coming to you live from the closet of my adorable Airbnb in Madrid. I brought my microphone because I had a feeling I'd want to do some recordings while I was traveling, but I forgot the converter. So we are in the trenches. No worries. I still feel like I want to record, so I'm going to make the best of it and use my voice notes and it's going to be fine. But this episode today is really interesting to go back to, especially now that I am in Spain. I've been traveling for about the last month and funny enough, I'm actually extending my trip and I'm not quite sure when I'm going to go home. So it's a really exciting time, but a lot of groundwork was laid before this could actually be my reality. And I touched on this in episodes 13 and 15. What's funny about those is I thought I was going through it in those episodes, but those were truly child's play and level one of a very big unraveling slash breakdown and very intense shedding of my old life. And while we can be ready for a new life and know that the life we're in no longer supports who we want to be, the actual act of that shedding is fucking brutal. And when I was going through it, I was experiencing such intense anxiety. And that's what this episode is about. So I think this is probably the most vulnerable and honest I've been about how dark my mental health can get from time to time. So use your discretion to listen. I don't think that this should be super triggering, but I just want to make it clear that I am talking about some intense mental health struggles that I've experienced. And if that's not something you're in the mood to listen to right now, no hard feelings. It'll be here if you'd ever like to come back to it. And of course, if you are struggling with anxiety or suspect that you are struggling with anxiety, please don't use this episode as a substitute for mental health treatment. Please find a therapist or someone that you feel can really support you. This episode should not be a substitute for that in any shape or form. So I'm slightly nervous about airing this one, but I think it's important, especially since I have been traveling and a lot of people have been reaching out saying, oh my God, how amazing. I can't believe that's your life. And maybe slightly envious, like, I don't think in a crazy way, but yeah, who wouldn't want to be working and traveling abroad and spending the summer in Europe? But I think it's important to share this because I really went through the ringer to make this my reality. And I don't think it's fair for people to see my life. And I don't want anyone to think that it was easy because when we think other people's lives are easy, it makes us feel really bad about not being there yet. So that's why I wanted to share it. And I offer some tips and tricks that I use when I have really bad anxiety. So I hope that helps you. And I hope everyone's taking great care of themselves and having an amazing summer. I also wanted to add that although I'm traveling and 
my availability is definitely not what it usually is. I still am here. I'm still doing readings. I'm still doing consults, still coaching. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can click in the show notes. There's a link called connect with Liz. Click that. That'll bring you to my booking info. And I recommend going with the 15 minute consult call just so that I can make sure that I'm providing you the support that you need. And we're both on the same page, but Look forward to meeting more of you. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Restless Soul. So I literally just plugged in the microphone, and I'm sort of doing an impromptu episode. What I'm discussing today, this is something that I have been thinking about doing an episode on for maybe the last week or so, but I can feel like I'm already moving out of the heavier side of the emotions I was working through. So I was just like, okay, you got to do the episode ASAP before you're totally out of that timeline, I guess. I don't really know what the word is, but... That version of Liz is about to be dead and gone, I guess. So I was like, okay, we got to memorialize the moment. It's sort of like taking a screenshot of what I've been going through for the past few weeks because this moment, it's about to be gone. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but anyways, I'll just get into it because I'm rambling. But anyways, so I've had a lot of anxiety the last few weeks. And I guess why that's been happening is I'm about to move out of this apartment in less than a month at the point I'm recording this. I'm undergoing a pretty big life transition. And through the midst of it all, I've been really forced to face my money fears. And it's been a lot. And I'm in this phase right now where sort of the last few years of hard work that I've been doing behind the scenes on myself, it's starting to play out in my life. And I'm starting to see the things that I've been wanting so badly. And the main thing is I just want to live a more spacious life. I'm really unsubscribing from hustle culture, from being busy, from feeling like I have to do all the things and show how much I'm doing and proving myself. Like I just don't want to live like that. I really want to be a good person, have amazing friends, have amazing experiences, see the world and vibe. Honestly, like that's really all I want. Of course, I want to make money and work, but I just don't want that to be my identity. And I, I don't want to live like that anymore. So to live that way, I've had to create a lot of spaciousness. And that's something that I've been working on the last few years. And while it's what I wanted, I'm realizing it's a lot harder than it seems to have this spaciousness, especially when you're someone who spent many years of your life being go, 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 do, 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 and getting a lot of your inner value from all the things that you do and from the money you make and the status symbols and all of that. Like it's really, really hard. I know it's going to be worth it because I've experienced some moments or days where I am living this spacious life and I am in flow. And when I'm in that moment, I know that's how I'm meant to live. 
But it's funny because I'll have a day like that where everything feels amazing. And then the next day, it's like intense anxiety. All my demons are coming back to haunt me. It's really been a whirlwind. So I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but it has been a lot. And I'm someone who like, I'll be fully honest, I do struggle with mental health. Like I definitely have anxiety. I am prone to depression. I have to work really hard to keep my mental health clear. And it's not always clear. And I will say like the past few weeks, it's been a lot, but I have moved through it. So I will share in this episode a little bit about what I've been dealing with and what has helped me move through this. All right. So yeah, the last few weeks, it was like that. It's like I'd have a really good flowy day where I was finally able to enjoy the spaciousness that I've created. But then the next day, it would be the worst anxiety ever, or I wouldn't be able to sleep, or I'd feel really frustrated or I would encounter a really difficult person. I don't know. It was a lot of like swinging back and forth really intensely. And it was throwing me off. That was taking a lot of my energy to be going back and forth so much. So a few signs that I was off, I think I was off for a few weeks and should have initially been like, okay, I need to take a break and pause and just really get my mental health back. But of course, I didn't do that. I just kept going and was brushing things off and kind of just excusing it and being like, okay, well, I'm moving. It's a lot. Like, Of course, I'm going to feel anxious. But there were signs that it was a little bit more than that. And I needed to really take amazing care of myself. So some signs that I was off Like it was so many things. So my fire alarm in my building, they were doing testing for a whole week where it's all day just blaring alarms. They have to go in every single apartment to make sure that that alarm is working. And then also my car needed new tires. So I couldn't really drive to my firm's office. It's kind of far and I'd have to take the highway. So... I just wasn't going to do that every day and kind of scurry to beat the alarms. And also with the podcast, like I was really fired up to batch a ton of episodes and get ahead because I think I was maybe putting a lot of pressure on this podcast. I think I was using the podcast, honestly, like as an escape because that takes all my focus and energy. And I really enjoy it. So when I'm in that zone, I don't have to think about, oh, my anxiety. And it is a great outlet, but outlets only get you so far. You do have to deal with the root of the issue. So anyways, I was really fired up to get all these episodes out and go, go, go mode. And the editor that I used for the podcast, they were falling really behind, which has never happened. And it was kind of pissing me off. Like, I'm sorry, but I was so frustrated. I like wanted them to pick up the pace and meet me where I was at, which obviously didn't happen. So that was like another sign to just slow down. Like you'll get these episodes out when they get out. You need to take care of yourself. And then I was just feeling really frustrated too because my ego just wouldn't shut up about my career and 
the fact that my financial realities don't look like how my ego wants it to look or how it thinks it should look for me to be safe, successful, valuable. Like it was just this gremlin constantly going off in my head, like just judging everything that I've been doing and trying to make me not enjoy the way that my life is right now and making me feel like I should be in a different place. So the combination of all of that should have been a sign like, okay. Oh, and then another thing that was happening, I was feeling so anxious and suffocated in my apartment. Like I normally love working from home. I could stay in my apartment for like weeks at a time and really not feel weird that I haven't left. So for me to feel that way was super abnormal and not something I'm used to. So that was kind of another sign that something's wrong. And I feel like why I was feeling like that in the apartment is because, I mean, the apartment's beautiful and amazing, but being here is no longer energetically aligned for me. And I got further evidence of that because with everything with the fire alarm and my tires, like I was just feeling like, okay, I need one place that I can go for the week. I'm not going to be having a week where I'm bopping around all over to figure out where to work. So I drove to my parents' house, which they live about an hour away. (laughs) I had to take the long way since I couldn't even be on the highway with this tire, but Yeah. And also like full transparency, that tire bill, it's like, I don't know, like $800 for new tires with everything I have going on. That was just like, to me felt like a really big expense that was fucking with my nervous system to be like, okay, now I have to figure out these tires. And I'm the type of person when I'm overwhelmed by things, I kind of just shut down a bit and I I don't do anything. So now that I'm in a clearer space, I'm like, okay, like just go get the tires replaced. But when I was in that really anxious, woe is me state, like my brain just can't think and I can't do very basic things. Like my rational decision-making kind of goes out the window and I freeze. Like that is my response to a lot of stress. So I went to my parents' house and as soon as I was there, I felt so much better. Like I felt great. And when I came back to Fort Lauderdale the week after, I started to feel like kind of sick. Like I had a really bad stomach bug that came and went really fast, but it was super intense. I never had a stomach bug like that. So yeah, like that's just further proof that my soul and mind is like ready to get the fuck out of here, but we're still here. The lease isn't up yet. I haven't packed anything. So there's still business to attend to here. Like I can't just escape that and run from it because I'm quote unquote ready to go and I want more for myself. So I know that I'm kind of talking all over the place, but that's where... I was with everything. So taking that week to go to my parents was like really helpful. It was a breath of fresh air. There's a lot of trees and nature and the neighborhood that they live in. You can take really nice long walks. And I did really start to get myself together. I took a pause from working on the podcast and kept things super simple. And then I also went back to therapy because my anxiety was so debilitating again that I knew, okay, I need some extra help. And 
what was coming up in that therapy session was that I'm having a hard time living in the spaciousness that I've worked so hard to create. It's not all the time, like I was saying, but the times where I am struggling with it, it's really, really hard. And it's a lot, but she also brought to my attention that I'm breaking generational patterns. Like not only have I not lived this way, my parents didn't live this way. Like my mom is just someone who works, 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 works. She still is like that. And my dad, like he's a musician. So sometimes he would have work and sometimes he wouldn't have work. But the times he wouldn't have work, he would be really depressed about it. So it's not like... I ever saw someone in my family having spaciousness and enjoying it. Like kind of the spaciousness was almost like a negative thing the way that I grew up. So yeah, like not only am I breaking the pattern in myself, I'm breaking it on a generational level. And yeah, like we were talking about, I don't really know how to not be in go, go, go mode. It's funny because like the type of life I want to be wants spaciousness to just flow and vibe and like do whatever makes me happy and just not feel this pressure and feel like I have to produce all the time. But for me to live like that, it's been hard. So I feel like I'll get through this time. It's just creating new patterns and showing myself that I can live this way and it's not a bad thing. And it can work out. I can still (laughs) meet all my obligations and be responsible and still be spacious and not be this crazy workhorse. So yeah, this is a lot. And I remember like after that therapy session, I pulled a card and what that card was saying was that sometimes when we go between emotional extremes, like as hard as that can be, that's how we really expand and grow. So that made me realize, okay, like I'm going through all this for a reason and dude, it's so uncomfortable, but I am growing through this and I am growing into the person that will be able to have this spacious life that is sort of out of the box and unsubscribing from a lot of the things that society has beaten into us that we have to do. Like, I don't want to live like that. And I don't have to. So I also just like wanted to share all of this now too, because very soon I am going to be traveling a lot. And I know you're going to see on Instagram, all these fabulous trips. Like I'm going to be in Denver and Europe and God knows where else. And I, I know it's going to look fabulous. And I just really don't want anyone to think that I just woke up one day and hopped on a plane and this was my life. It has not been an easy road. It's been really emotional and it's caused a lot of anxiety that I've had to work through. I've honestly been fighting a lot of my demons. Whenever we make big changes, that's when all the demons from the past that have been buried away come back to try to keep you stuck. And as much healing I've done, like there's going to always be something else that comes back. So 
that has been hard and I've had to really fight through that. And if I didn't, like none of these changes would be happening. I would just be renewing my lease and staying in Fort Lauderdale and accepting my life as it is. And one thing that my therapist said that made me laugh, she said, like the closer to the gates of heaven, the scarier the demons. And I am going to tell you guys like that checks out. Also keep in mind, like these episodes are not released in real time. I record when I feel called to. I'll just get into this flow where the words start trailing through me. They really want to come out. The episode outline comes to me super easily and it's really clear in the moment. So it's not necessarily planned out, especially solo episodes. And then when I record them, like they kind of just get added to the batch of existing episodes that I already had. And I just usually go in the order of releasing them. And I really trust that they will be released when they will best resonate with the audience. But I anticipate that by the time this particular episode gets released, I will have already moved through this. I can already feel me exiting this really difficult rut. I don't even know what to call it, but this little chapter that I've been in has been really hard and I can already feel I'm coming out of it. So definitely by the time you guys hear this, that will have come and gone and I will be in a better headspace. I mean, I really hope so. I do think so. But yeah, so the point is, is these are not released in real time. And when you hear this, I will have moved on from it. I will be traveling. I will be making these incredible connections and living out my dream life 100%. But I just want you to know like this is what I've been dealing with to even get to that point. And just for like reference, if anyone wants to keep track of timelines, like it's the end of March 2023 that I'm recording this. And another thing that came up in therapy too, which like I want to touch on this a lot more at the end of the episode, but we talked about how my life is pretty much as I'm sitting today, like anxiety and all, it's pretty much 85% the way that I want it to be, which is really amazing. And I need to give that 85% a lot of credit and gratitude There was a time where my life was maybe like 10% how I wanted it to be. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. And it's really only been a few years, which in the moment, a few years feels like never ending. But in the grand scheme of my life, if I live 100 years, like three or four really hard years is nothing. And one thing that we came to, it's like, of course, I want it to be that 100%. And I, I'm going to keep working towards that 100%. But we can't have it all at once. And if we did, it really would be way too much to even like process and handle. I think I'm exhibit A of this. This has been a really slow process. It's literally been like shift by shift, inch by inch. And I'm still freaking out and losing my mind. Like I don't think anything that's happened to me has been fast. And my brain still is about to explode with everything that's coming in. So like the space that's in my life, I've slowly had more space come in. Like through each job, each job has been a little bit better and more aligned for me than the last. And I do credit my human design for this truly because when I look at my life now, I feel like a lot of my design is reflected in my life, which is really crazy and cool to see. And it was really only like September 2020 when I started human design 
And my intense spiritual awakening process probably was like six months to a year before that. My Saturn return kicked in, I think it was like the end of 2018. And then the way that mine was set up, Saturn retrograded. So it kind of, I had that really intense Saturn return time period twice, like lucky me. But it's been a while that I've been on this journey. So it does take time. And I think a lot of our suffering can come from seeing someone else's highlights and then judging ourselves against that. But we really have no idea what they went through and what they had to fight through to get to where they are today. So yeah, a lot has been going on, as you can see. And now I want to share what's been helping me. So I think a big thing that is important to understand is that as we change, the tools that will work for us will also change. So when I was having this really intense anxiety, like the things that normally work for me just weren't working. So that's probably a a sign like, okay, you've grown. And now because you've grown, your tools are going to change. So if you feel like you're there, try something new or reach out for support. Like for example, I really hate breath work normally, but for whatever reason, I was just like, okay, like maybe I can breathe the demons out. So I found this breath work on YouTube and I did that for like that week where things were pretty intense and it did help a lot, which it's funny because me like a few months ago, that would not have resonated with me at all. So just keep that in mind and don't freak out just because your old tools aren't helping. It doesn't mean that what you're going through can never be fixed. It just means you're going to need something else to help you move through that. The biggest thing that I think that really helped me is I took a social media break. I think also why I was so anxious was because I was really overstimulated. I was spending way too much time in social media. I was like, sucked into the scandal for anyone who watches VPR. So I was spending like my screen time is honestly atrocious for that period when that scandal broke out. So like I was just on my phone and constantly on social media. So that's something that I do every now and then. Like if I feel off and I can't shake it, like I'll just delete Instagram and TikTok off of my homepage on my phone. And I always feel better. It's crazy. Like, I don't think we realize how stimulated we are. And also I think too, on social media, we see a lot of people like posting their calendar, like, oh, look, I have back-to-back clients today and I'm doing this mastermind. And it's just a little overwhelming. And sometimes that can make me feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm not successful enough because my calendar doesn't look like that. But like when I really take a seat back, like I don't want my calendar to look like that. It's really overwhelming. And I think like without the social media breaks, like you don't even take the pause to be like, okay, I'm feeling like shit because this person is back-to-back clients and like booked all the time. But I don't even really want that. So why am I letting that make me feel bad about myself? Super interesting. So I think that was huge. And like even after that break, I haven't really been inclined to spend nearly as much time in social media like I used to. And I think also too, like as we grow, things that we used to like or spend time on, like that changes. When I was in my spiritual awakening early on, like there just came a point where I really couldn't watch much TV anymore. And I used to love 
TV shows and like HBO shows and certain reality shows. I really loved them. And then I just couldn't do it anymore. Like it would make me feel just sick almost. And I think like I'm kind of having that happen with social media. So just also keep in mind, like as we grow and change and evolve things that you used to like, they may not do it for you anymore. So don't spiral about it and just trust that other things that you enjoy more are going to be replaced. I also realized like through this little pause, how much pickier I'm being about who has access to my energy. And I feel like that has been pretty life-changing, honestly. Like I always have been someone who is like, well, not always, but I feel like boundaries are something that come more natural to me maybe than to others. But there's always places that we have leaks. And I just feel so much better like monitoring who has access to me and like not feeling bad or feeling like I owe anyone anything. I really don't. I only really want to be in groups or deal with people who fully light me up and I feel 100% aligned with. And like, I know some people are not going to love that I'm saying that, but that's, that's just where I'm at right now. And yeah, like I'm just really taking inventory about where I feel energized and where I feel depleted and making changes in accordance with that. So that's been really interesting. Like I've definitely always been a girl's girl. And like, if I'm in a group chat, I'm like super in it and involved, but that's not really working for me anymore. So that's also changing too, which has just been interesting to witness. And also with like the social media break, I don't subscribe to making a big deal about me taking a social media break or not releasing some podcast episodes for a few weeks, even though I initially planned to. We all need breaks and it's just not that deep. Like I see people posting on Instagram that they took a break. And like, honestly, I didn't even notice that they weren't posting on there or that they weren't as active. We really don't need to be plugged in all the time and end of story. Like you don't have to explain yourself. And like, if you feel like it's so dramatic to take a break, then you need to take a deeper look inside at what's going on. There are plenty of people who live amazing lives, have thriving careers, and aren't on social media. Like I also had some people being like, oh, are you okay? And while I appreciate people checking in on me, it's like I don't have to be on social media all the time or doing things that I always do to make everyone else around me feel comfortable. Like I know that's kind of harsh, but that's just... That's just genuinely how I feel. So I'm just going to say it. And maybe someone else needed to hear that. So a big thing that really helped was switching up my environment. This was huge. My hermit phase is really over and coming to an end. Like I feel that deep within my bones, it served its purpose. I had a really beautiful chapter where I had a few years where I was really nurturing this introverted side of myself that really never had a chance to shine ever in my life. Like in my family, my parents like didn't like if I had my door closed to my bedroom, which I need that, but you know, they didn't know any better. And just working in an office where there's people just all around you and 
always like feeling like I have to say yes to every social invitation, like that side of me that definitely exists, it really never got acknowledged or had its chance. So she got like three years to bask in her introverted glory. And I will still have my introverted moments, of course. And now I know that I do need time to myself, but I don't also need to spend as much time to myself as I have been. I feel like that itch has been scratched. And it's just interesting that it's over. (laughs) So now I really just don't need as much hermit time as I used to. I feel really called to like go out more and like go work in different coffee shops or like my building now has an internet cafe. I've been really enjoying working there. Also, I think part of it is I really, really know myself now what works for me. So it's just time for me to be back in the world and honoring that and trusting myself that I'm not going to abandon myself and I'm not going to overextend myself ever again to the point that I need to sort of be super reclusive for a few years. So that that's been interesting. And again, like as we change, the things that we're working are going to change. So exhibit A, wanting to be an introvert or needing to be an introvert all the time. Now it's like, okay, What's helping me actually is going out into the world and just honoring that and not trying to cling on to things that helped old, older versions of you, if that makes sense. Slowing down in general really helped too. So that couple of weeks, like I just didn't go to as many Pilates classes and like Pilates is not some super intense workout. Like I actually feel really calm after, but it's the whole fact of like, to attend a Pilates class. It's like, I have to drive there and I have to be there at a certain time. And it's just like another thing on the list. So instead of going to as many Pilates classes as I usually do, I was doing more walks outside. I also took a break from working on this side hustle because I don't think I always realize how long my days are sometimes because like I do flow with the day. I take a lot of breaks, but I do my lawyer job during the day, it's easy for me, but that is still work. And it does take mental energy. And then I usually work out. And then I usually like work on the podcast or meet with a client or do something to work on the business. And like being a generator, I can get really lost in the task at hand, but then I also can sort of leave my body in a moment and just not realize, Hey, like my body doesn't want to work as hard as it's working. And like, that is been the message loud and clear for my body the last few months. Like it just doesn't want to work as hard as we used to be. And I'm honoring that, but it has been a challenge because again, like it's me really having to go back and I've had to redirect a lot of patterns that have become very ingrained in me. So I also started doing more simple things like going to the grocery store with my mom or taking my dog to the park and just watching him run around and have a good time. So that is a good reminder that I think we all need, like slowing down, like we deserve it. And it's not that big of a deal to take like a week or two to function at a slower pace. Like your energy will come back at such a more vibrant level when it does return if you let yourself have that break. Yeah. So then like the therapy session did wonders. We talked about that. Like my therapist is an actual earth angel. And she was just a good reminder that I always have people in my corner. I do tend to have a pretty bad habit of isolating myself when things get tough. And 
now I have just gotten to a point where like isolating makes me feel so much worse. I can't ignore it anymore. So I also want to point out like there is a difference between spending intentional time alone to connect with yourself, but there's also straight up isolating. So, you know, I think we all can be honest with ourselves and know where that fine line comes into play. I also reached out to Carly. She was on the podcast. I believe her episode is episode number three. And I did a tarot reading with her and it did give me some things to think about. And it also really validated how I was feeling overall. And it did give me hope that this uncomfortable phase will come to an end. So again, like asking for support in these times that feel crazy. And surprisingly, what has been helping has been my lawyer job. Focusing my energy on something that I can do like the back of my hand and something that I know really well, while while there's so much unknown in my life is grounding in a weird way. If I just had this job and I didn't have any other changes happening in my life, like I don't know if I would feel the same way. It's hard to say, but I know when we are trying to transform our lives or we're not 100% in love or lit up by our career, there can be this tendency to just want to get out immediately and burn it all down. And I would just say like what the last few months have taught me is that maybe we shouldn't be so quick to count these jobs out. Like obviously follow your soul, your strategy and authority, but maybe just listen to what I'm saying for some food for thought. Like we did develop those skills for a reason, maybe if we don't fully understand why yet, but our old skills are a portal for the universe to send money and abundance our way. Obviously, if it's so out of alignment that it's affecting your mental health and energy and your overall vibrancy, then I'm not saying to stay stuck and torture yourself, but maybe something else in that field could come in that is more aligned for you. It might not be 100% perfect or exactly what you're looking for, but it could still potentially serve a purpose without requiring you to sacrifice so much of yourself to make that work. This is just something to think about. Only you can know what's right for you. But I will say something I've been noticing, especially within myself, is there is a lot of pressure out there to just quit your job yesterday and be an entrepreneur and have your dream business and clients and make six figures in a day. And like it is just a lot. So this is a reminder that it's perfectly okay if that is not your life right now. We can always work towards that and get closer to be aligned with the most authentic life for us one step at a time. And I'm really happy to say this next sentence. So I'm truly at peace with the fact that I'm still working as a lawyer. And I'm going to speak about this a little bit more because I know that there are so many of us out there fighting where the universe for whatever reason wants us to be right now. And for many people that could be like a corporate job or a corporate type field where even if your employer is chill, your work from home or hybrid, and you have a lot of flexibility, you're still having to interact with these older structures. And it can be really hard. There was definitely a moment where I wanted to be completely done and was really wanting my spiritual business to be further along so that I could do that full time. But 
I'm really starting to see and understand why the universe wants me where it has me right now. Other lawyer jobs that I had felt really pointless and I felt like my soul was just slowly dying away in them. But I don't feel that way now. And I also know that this job is aligned because I can fully be myself and do life the way that I want. And it's zero issue. Like I don't know any other law firms that would be okay with me traveling to different countries and staying for extended periods of time and not working full time. So I'm choosing to view the spiritual business for now as a creative outlet, a way to connect with others and to spread my light in the world on whatever scale that's supposed to be. The spiritual business definitely helps me increase my magnetism and I get to use some of my prime gifts that I don't get to use as a lawyer, which I know that's important for me to feel fulfilled and like I have a meaningful purpose in life. Plus, I'm going to be traveling a ton starting in April. So it's going to be grounding to have something that I'm good at and feels familiar to provide me with some sort of stability. I know I always go back to human design, but as a 1-4, I really do need stability to be able to be in my highest expression. So trying to see the world and grow a business at the same time on my own, I really think it would just be too much for me. And I think it would take away from the life I want to live at this time. I really wouldn't do well not knowing how much money is coming in every month, especially when I'm essentially living out of a suitcase and bouncing from place to place with no real solid plans anytime soon to settle down. So I'm just really happy to say that I'm finally at peace with surrendering to where life has brought me. My strategy and authority says that this job is in alignment for me. So I'm finally ready to release that it doesn't look exactly how I envisioned this point of my life to look in my head. It's so funny to me how much our brain wants to fight what our body is telling us. But I'm just trusting that like life is going to bring me where I'm meant to be, who I'm supposed to meet, and the opportunities I'm supposed to have. And like I think all the anxiety and all the turmoil I've been going through the last few weeks was necessary for me to get to this place of deep acceptance so that I can go forward in this new chapter, fully at peace with everything in my life, feeling strong, secure, stable. So I hope that that helps anyone who's going through the similar thing, because I know how hard and frustrating it can be to be like, okay, I want this to be further along, but it's just not there for whatever reason. And now I kind of understand why things just haven't completely flowed in the side hustle because this is really what I needed. And this setup is going to be the most supportive for what ultimately is the most important thing to me right now. And that is to travel and try out this digital nomad life and still have creative outlets so that I can feel like a fulfilled human. So I feel like this episode was definitely crazy and a lot going on. So if you're still listening, thank you so much. I really hope you got something from it and that I gave you some tips or that you could relate to something that I've been moving through. I felt really like it was important to sit down and record this one. So I'm just going to trust that. But I love you guys so much. And if you ever need anything from me, 
feel free to book a 15-minute consult call or send me an email, whatever. I would love to connect with you.